You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today, there's some history being made in a major league front office. We'll also get into the MVP voting. So let's start, though, with the big news of the day. The Miami Marlins have hired Kim Ng to be their new general manager. It's about time. In fact, it's long overdue. Ng has been working in Major League Baseball since 1990. She's been more than qualified for a long time now. She's been an assistant general manager for the Yankees, then Dodgers, from 1998 through 2011. And she's been a senior VP of baseball operations at Major League Baseball since then. But the team finally had to pull the trigger and make her the first woman GM in North America's big four male sports. Now, why was this long overdue? Because the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the public that a sports GM had to be an ex-player. That myth persisted for so long, and it resulted in so many bad GMs across all sports. And why is that? It's because the skills of being a good GM are not the same skills as being a pro player. That doesn't mean that ex-players can't be GMs. They can. But what sets pro athletes apart from the rest of the population, no matter the sport, is far more about their physical ability. Skating and stick-handling a hockey puck, dunking a basketball, running a crossing route through the teeth of the defense, or hitting a 3-2 curve are all wonderful talents. But it truly doesn't matter if the person managing the team in the front office can do any of them. The person needs to understand the sport, of course. But having the physical ability to play at the highest level has no bearing on whether a person can manage a budget, negotiate contracts and trades, or draft and develop prospects. And once that is recognized, it ought to become a whole lot easier for outsiders to get a fair chance to become insiders. Now, Kim Ng's experience shows that this is still not all sunshine and lollipops because it took 30 years of working in pro baseball to get this job when there are plenty of teams who have had whiz kid GMs in their 30s running teams. But baseball recognized that they don't need ex-players in the GM office and that was the starting point. Other sports are coming around on that. Basketball and football are no longer full of ex-players running teams. Hockey's still a work in progress. But once you cross the threshold, and recognize that the ability to play is not connected to the ability to manage, then the marketplace opens up for Kim Ng and more like her. And that's important for all the women that might be interested in this path. If you can see it, you can be it. In the same way, the vice president-elect Kamala Harris opens doors for women with political aspirations. Ng's ascent will be that same target for women who want their own management opportunity. They'll probably want it to be quicker, justifiably, but that becomes possible when decisions can be made based on ability and qualifications, and not fame. It really doesn't sound so difficult, does it? I hope not. Anyway, coming up next, let's take a look at those MVP votes, shall we? Built Bar is a protein bar. Tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are the peanut butter chocolate and the salted caramel. But they're all low-fat, low-carb, and high-protein, all in a convenient bar. I've been trying to shed quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple of months, and I'm having a little bit of success. But I leaned right into it, making Built Bar 
part of my post-workout routine. Gives my muscles the protein boost they need. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your next order. And enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to lockedonfantasybaseball at gmail.com. Now, most valuable player awards were handed out Thursday, and naturally, I have some reaction. The National League most valuable player was Atlanta Braves first baseman Freddie Freeman. Playing in all 60 games, Freeman finished with 51 runs scored and 53 RBIs. Had he played a full 162 games, those prorated numbers would have him with 138 runs scored and 143 RBIs to go with a 341 batting average and 1102 OPS. Those are numbers that fit the bill for an MVP. And Freeman's Fangraph's war of 3.4? That was tops in the National League. So not a lot of argument there. Now, behind Freeman, Los Angeles Dodgers right fielder Mookie Betts, who was very good during the regular season and playoffs, but his 927 OPS was lower than any other hitter in the National League Top 10. Now, Betts does provide uh, defensive value, obviously, uh, but uh, I could argue that uh, his season wasn't necessarily the second best uh, in the National League. Uh, Coming in third, San Diego's third baseman, Manny Machado, who had a great season, uh, but was probably the second most valuable player on his own team. The most valuable player on the Padres came in fourth, uh, San Diego shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, who's already one of the biggest stars in the sport in just his second season. Another young superstar, uh, Washington Nationals left fielder Juan Soto. Missed time at the start of the year thanks to a COVID diagnosis, but he was a beast when he was in the lineup. He had an 1185 OPS. Uh, And so a, a healthy Soto is going to be in the MVP conversation for a long time. Uh, Atlanta outfielder and DH Marcelo Zuna had a wonderful season, hitting 18 home runs, posting a 1067 OPS, and it's, honestly, it's remarkable that the Braves have two players finish ahead of Ronald Acuna Jr. in the MVP balloting. Uh, Washington shortstop Trey Turner stayed healthy, added more power to his game, uh, but it was kind of lost in a down Nats season, and he was also overshadowed by Soto. Um, San Francisco outfielder Mike Yastrzemski was an incredible surprise. I talked about him a couple of podcasts ago as one of the biggest surprise hitters uh, in fantasy for 2020. Uh, And Yaz ended the season with a 968 OPS. That's really impressive. Uh, Dodgers shortstop Corey Seager had the best season of his career, and that's before winning the NLCS and World Series MVP awards. One absurdity at the bottom of the balloting was that someone gave a vote to Cubs reliever Ryan Tapera. With a 3.92 ERA, 1.40 whip. It's not justifiable at all. Uh, in baseball reference war and Fangraphs war, Tapera was either 0.2 war or 0.3 war, respectively. It's just illogical to give him a vote here. In the American League, I'll confess to being a little surprised that White Sox first baseman Jose Abreu took the award. Abreu had a great season, for sure. But as usual, he was a defensive liability, and that should have been a factor when compared to the other top contenders. So who are the other top contenders? Cleveland third baseman, Jose Ramirez. He would have had my vote. His offensive production was neck and neck with Abreu, but Ramirez was an asset defensively at third base. It's not some outrage that Abreu won. It's just not how I would have voted. 
Uh, in third place, New York Yankees second baseman DJ LeMahieu had another really strong season, hitting 364. His 10-11 OPS led the American League. Uh, unanimous AL Cy Young winner Shane Bieber finished fourth. Higher than I would typically expect for a pitcher, but Bieber was so clearly the best pitcher that he deserved to be among the top contenders. Angels center fielder Mike Trout was a massive disappointment. His 993 OPS is the first time he finished uh, with an OPS under 1,000 since 2016, and his fifth-place MVP finish was the lowest he's ever finished. <laughs> that's insane. Uh, but that, that's aside from the 40 games that he played in 2011 as a teenage rookie. So, you know, Mike Trout, pull, pull yourself together uh, for 2021. We'd hate to have you finish fifth in MVP ballot. So rounding out the top 10. Uh, Minnesota DH, Nelson Cruz, still hits for elite power. He had 16 home runs. Uh, Chicago White Sox shortstop, Tim Anderson. He's become a more complete hitter. Uh, and after winning the AL batting title in 2019, Anderson hit 322 in 2020. Uh, Tampa Bay second baseman, Brandon Lau. He had a nice season. Apparently good enough to warrant MVP, to warrant MVP votes. Uh, it didn't stand out that way to me uh, initially, but... Uh, looking at looking at the numbers, yeah, he's probably deserving of, of a spot somewhere in the top 10. Uh, Yankees first baseman Luke Voigt crushed 22 home runs. Prorating that into a full season would have him over 50, maybe pushing 60 home runs. So, sure, let's give Luke Voigt some MVP votes. Uh, in 10th spot, Angels third baseman Anthony Rendon, who was effective, had a 418 on base percentage, but it was kind of lost with the Angels having a brutal season. Uh, there were a few shenanigans uh, on the lower end of the American League MVP vote, too. Uh, Angels utility man David Fletcher and Twins left fielder Eddie Rosario both landed votes, despite not really having the numbers to justify anything of the sort. Fletcher's a bit of a reach. Rosario is a lunge. Uh, I'm not sure how, how that uh, came about, but uh, I guess this is not all that unusual. Uh, but with all the data available for player measurement, it would seem reasonable to expect these votes, all of them, to go to deserving parties. Anyway, that will do it for this week. I'll be back Monday with more stats for offseason prep and hopefully, hopefully, more player movement to analyze. Find this podcast, subscribe, and rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Say hi to Sully while you're there. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.